Here we go. Three, two, and one. Welcome back to the relaunch of Brain Danger. Um, returning listeners, thank you for being patient and waiting. Um, new listeners, welcome. Thank you for joining. Um, popular topic that's been going on lately is the vape-related illnesses and deaths. And um, we are lucky enough to have somebody kind of educated in this field to talk to us about a little bit about that. Uh, my pal Ryan, what's up? <clears throat> hey, what's going on? I don't know, dude. You got me really high <laughs> before we started. Um, uh, people, I guess, don't know, but we did record before, and there's just some things left out. So we wanted to redo it so that we hit everything this time. Um, but I just read today that there was another death over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. The seventh I one. saw that too here in California. That was in Cali, huh? Yeah. I didn't read too deep into it because I was doing shit, but um, what is the process of making these distillants and cards? What, what it originally used to be before <clears throat> all these cuts and all these different things started happening? Well, um, there's several different ways to do it. The safest way is obviously taking uh, clean distillates coming from a licensed lab. Um, and you're going to usually want it to be category two or higher, meaning it's not going to have any pesticides or any of that kind of stuff. And what you are going to do is you are going to take that, and if you want to do it the healthiest, uh, safest way, you are going to use cannabis-derived terpenes to mix into that and fill it into a cart that usually is going to be uh, a good cart. I mean, cannabis-derived terpenes aren't very cheap. So if you're going to spend the money to put them into a cart, you're usually going to use a really good cart. Uh, another way that is kind of the oldest way that, or as of recent, I would say that the more, um, man, I'll say the last five years is going to be like MCT oil, which is essentially uh, like a coconut oil. Is that a thickening um, agent? It's a... Uh, that's the thing, is nothing is really like a thickening agent. Okay, so then what would these Everything be is going to be kind of like a dilutant. Mm -hmm. um, now, when they say thickening agent, what they mean is <clears throat> they can cut your distillate and you're not going to see it get runny. So, which would kind of, you're going to see in between these two categories of cards that I'm talking of now, which is going to be like your more, uh, not necessarily black market, but it could be a white market company, could be a black market company, and they're usually going to be using like a synthetic terpene, which you're going to see in like flavors that probably don't exist in cannabis. So like if you can smoke it and you know, hey, uh, <clears throat> I've never heard of a uh, cannabis strain that tastes like rainbow sherbet. Like right, right. it's probably synthetic. And <clears throat> in some of these cases, they might have to add a little bit of a cut to smooth out some of these flavors. Or uh, in maybe like a more black market case, they might be trying to stretch their liter of distillate out farther. So a typical liter of distillate is going to make about a thousand uh, one gram carts. Now, say if you take a thickening agent, you can stretch your distillate twenty five percent farther than that. Does that make sense? But yeah, it does make sense, and that's it is, that's that's what's flushing into uh -huh. this bullshit. Now, see a lot of the uh, from what I. When I talk to a lot of my friends that are working for some of these companies that are 
making some of these uh, chemical compounds that are working as dilutants or quote-unquote thickening agents, as maybe some people have heard of, is they'll tell uh, the people that are using them, do not cut above uh, a 25% cut. And what's happening is that a lot of people are cutting above 25%. And one of the things that, from what I understand, some of the people that I know that are close to some of these companies are telling me is that they're now finding out that, or it actually doesn't make sense to me that they're barely finding this out, but um, that when you're vaping, say, for instance, a, a cart that might have some of this vitamin E in it, it's not necessarily the heating of the vitamin E that's bad for you, but it's when it hits your lungs and it turns back into a solid. Because people forget that when you're using a vape, you're not actually smoking, you're turning it into kind of like a fine, a liquid vapor. Mm -hmm. You're inhaling that, but like just like any kind of liquid vapor, it'll turn back into... So it's compound. Yeah, as soon as it touches something solid, right? Which is why we have condensation and things like that. Right. So what's happening is like when they're hitting this this vitamin E chemical, this, this acetate, uh -huh. whatever, it's going in and then soliding solidifying on, solidifying on, the, on the lung, on the lung. Uh -huh. and that's what's causing or what they're saying is causing illnesses well see here's the thing too now if you're thinking about it uh well i guess before i get ahead of myself when you start looking at cannabis now and what is happening to your body when you're doing you have to realize this is all very neo right mm -hmm. if you look at it in terms of like tobacco we didn't really find out that tobacco had really bad effects until the 1950s or uh, mid 1940s now, if, if you think about when. yeah, and then if you think about how great of a time span that was, where we didn't know tobacco was bad for you, and we were just going crazy for this stuff, um, it, it's also kind of scary in terms of cannabis. Like we really don't know what's going on yet, right? Right. So there isn't really any tests on humans, even with CBD. Like a lot of these tests or, or these claims that people make were. It helps with this, that, and the other. Like, yeah, there might be a couple tests, but there's very few tests that have been done on actual humans. In fact, one of the only things that we know CBD actually helps with that we're sure of is a very rare type of epilepsy. <clears throat> Outside of that, there really isn't much scientific research that backs up a lot of the claims that people tell you. Like see, a lot of the, has, the mainstream stuff, like an inflammation. Yeah, like it does pain. that. Now, see, we there's tests that say, okay, it's, it, it helps with inflammation, but they might be done on animals, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not actual testing done on humans. So in that same sense, if you take all that ideology between we don't really know what's going on and you apply it to cartridges, um, and across the industry, things like that. So if now they're saying that vitamin E, it'll re-solidify back on your lungs well what does that mean for mct oil which is a coconut derivative right right and even since and even if we go past that we could look at other concentrates um that might not necessarily be so good for you because they might be sitting back on your lungs and if you aren't someone that's exercising and you aren't someone that's really working out your lungs to try to help them kind of clean out a little bit it's just going to get worse and compound and compound and compound and where yeah you can get sick and and die right and that's including all the shit that they've done before we even knew about this before this even came out yeah if you look at just the nicotine industry um Huge. i worked yeah i worked in that industry uh for a long time um 
And one of the things we found out over time was a lot of the chemicals that we were using to create these flavors might not have been the best chemicals. And the FDA would step in and say, hey, you can't use this chemical anymore, and everyone would have to reformulate. And they would step in again and say, hey, you can't use this chemical anymore. Everyone would step back and reformulate. And they only find that out when a mistake's made by you guys doing that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not necessarily to, to be looked at as, like, a mistake, but everything is still so brand new. you got to remember with cannabis, they really, you hear a lot of people saying, like, oh, I'm a master this, or, like, oh, I'm a master that. But <clears throat> anyone that I've ever talked to that's done this for long enough would never say any of that, right? There aren't enough people out there actually passing on tangible knowledge. What we have is, like, a lot of people on Instagram saying, like, hey, no, you need to do this, or hey, you should take this, or hey, this is a good company, or hey, this is a bad company, without they themselves having an actual basis to even say anything that they're saying, you know what I mean? And on top of that, a lot of these people are starting to hawk out companies that, like, they might just be people doing in their houses, right? It's it's small edible companies where people are making edibles in their kitchen, and it's People pouring CBD over their you know, kitchen table, you know, pouring it into bottles. And I'm not saying anything bad about those people. But what I'm saying is, is we don't know what's in it, you know. And a lot of these people say, well, it's tested. Well, how do you, did you actually test it yourself? Oh, well, no, it, it came with tests, <clears throat> you know. Right. <clears throat> it's really easy to use Photoshop. It's really easy to fix up a lot of that stuff. And especially if you really think about it, like there was an issue where they were having problems with a lot of labs that were kind of falsifying some um, lab tests. The problem is, is there's really no, well, now there is, but back in the day, there really was no set standard of what zero truly meant in the lab, and these guys would just adjust zero to kind to of whatever wherever they wanted it to be. So you had a problem with that. So to even say, can we really trust all these guys? Um, I think the best thing that you can do is to really, like, educate yourself as to what you're putting in your body. Make sure it's coming from a real licensed company that's putting out their test results, you know, for every batch made, and you can see things that are batched in real time, and you're buying it from a store where you know they're not buying counterfeits, where you know everything that's coming in is real. And I know, like, I piss off a lot of bud tenders when we walk into the stores, but I'll ask people, like, what the batch date was of the cannabis, and if they say, like, they don't know, or they'll go back and they look, and sometimes without even realizing you can buy cannabis, it's really old. Like a few months? Yeah, a few months, you know. It's and just then, been sitting there. Yeah, and you don't really know. You know, granted, it's sitting in that airtight bag, but... I mean, those are the ones that come a little crunchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, as a whole, it's just, like, everybody has to get better. Everybody has to... Stop um, taking the shortcuts. Yeah, and, and in all honesty, has to, like, realize that right now, I think a lot of people see cannabis as, like, a, a, a right, right? And don't get me right, like, cannabis mm-hmm. is a right, like, everybody has a right to smoke cannabis right, when right. it's one okay. one. Okay. But it's also, like, a luxury, right? Like, we have to realize that if there's things out there that can get us sick, it's probably not going to lead down the best path. It's the same with alcohol, right? Like, your buddy that's sitting out there crushing five dollar eighths of pop off like i'm pretty sure he's not it's not going to help his body at all right you know what i mean versus your buddy that's out there he might have one drink a month of like some really nice brandy or some really nice whiskey some some cleaner stuff 
Yeah. But cleaner, but yeah. Exactly. And not to say that the guy drinking that's any better, but, like, his chances of having some of these serious issues are probably going to be a lot less. Not because of what he's putting in Mm -hmm. or how much. Exactly. And it goes back to carts. Like, if you really want to, it's easy to not get sick on a cartridge. Like, find someone that's selling real cannabis terpenes. And like it's, I said, it's really hard for them to do that, especially in the black market, especially these these well, you shouldn't, individuals. That's that the thing you, you shouldn't, shouldn't be buying, buying from that. there. Like, like, well, how do I know? How do <laughs> just, I'm just saying, not me, but how do I know that this, my friend isn't giving me a counterfeit? How does your friend know that it's a counterfeit? Or well, you shouldn't not, be buying. Like, yeah. would you go? Like the way I always explain explain it is like I wouldn't go to like. I wouldn't go to somebody to buy something that they'd have no business selling you, you know what I mean? Like, would you go to, uh, would you go to, like, Walmart and ask them for law advice? Nah. Like, nah, where's your law section? No, no, I'm gonna go to the people that probably have the best available product or service for me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have a better, better chance of not getting sick when I buy a lab-tested product. Yeah, exactly, and it's... It's not just the lab-tested products. I think that we don't know enough about a lot of these flavorings that some of these companies that are using. There are legal companies, but, like, I'm sorry, like, there's no reason your purple punch should taste like fruit punch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason why your granddaddy purple should taste like grape. You know? like that's, that's a wheat flavor. No, it's not real. And the thing is, is... A lot of these companies are so worried about... Well, they're not necessarily so worried, but they have to be worried about their profits because it's really expensive to operate legally. Mm -hmm. Now, if you think of how expensive it is to make cannabis-derived terpenes, it's super expensive. It's not really commercially viable from a business standpoint because it takes so much material. There's not very many companies doing it. Um, One of my favorite companies that does do it is in Seattle. It's called Pearl Extracts. And they take uh, a portion of their cannabis and say they have Purple Punch, for instance. They'll run maybe 75% of that into the distillate, right? And they'll run seven, and the last 25% of it into uh, terpenes, right? And then they'll create their pen from that. So it's all single source, right? It comes right. from the same material. Now, the issue with this is users kind of aren't really ready to I don't say they're not ready but they're not used to seeing product like that so when you go into a uh, a dispensary you're going to look for a, a pen that's probably this really nice clear uh, bright kind of like a yellow or, or maybe a bright gold right mm-hmm. and if you think about it like natural organic organic terpenes they're not necessarily always those colors sometimes and quite often they're darker colors so you end up with like a darker looking pen and from an uneducated user standpoint, I'm going to look at a, a product that's just bright gold and it looks very fancy and this other uh, pen that might not be that bright gold and just off of my eyes, I might think the other one's better. Right. And feel. Exactly. And it might have a nicer packaging. I just say the packaging's anything wrong with it, but it, it's... People aren't educated to the point to where they're still falling for some of these tricks that, that are kind of used, you know, to to upsell products. Yeah. 
And I've fallen victim to that. On top, on top of that, like if you think about it, um, from a user standpoint as well, like rainbow sherbet and tangerine and strawberry shortcake tastes a lot better than a lot of the organic terpenes, which the piney, earthy. Yeah, you know the myrcene and uh, limonene and all those other ones. You know, and can I'll you talk, say can you say those again? Uh, I might even get it wrong, but I um, want to say... If you're close so, to it, so, then uh, someone listening can kind Mike's, of do, I want to say it it's, it's myrcene and limonene. Limonene is kind of like that OG Kush lemon citrus terpene. It's like kind of the one of the most classic ones that everybody's used to. Mm-hmm. But it's also really hard to mix them. So when people are buying them, right, they, you can still buy organic cannabis terpenes. So for everybody listening, look those up. You can still buy those ones on um, from terpene companies that are selling organic terps, but it's also really hard to mix and get proper profiles that are tasty that like, okay, yeah, I could see someone wanting to use this, you know? Yeah. Would it benefit, would it benefit, I mean, just in general, if just, if it was, if marijuana was just legalized? So that test, for testing purposes, uh, would it be beneficial? Because yeah. federally legal just, you know? The way the I look country. at it is it's really, I think... If there was a system set up and there was enough people uh, to police everything, yeah, of course. But the problem is, is like there's not enough people to police what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. How do you stop uh, these people from making these cards that are getting people sick? It's really uh, it's hard. It's just on the it's on the consumer to make the choice. To not it, exactly right. So yeah. now you have to tell the, the consumer a more educated on what is a safer, smarter product. You have to have them be willing to pay a higher price right. for this product, right? And on top of that, there's also, like, a lot of legislation that's holding a lot of growth back to have these companies take the next step up to what they need to do to get to where we need this done. You know, there's not enough legal shops that are out there selling the product, which is also another reason some people are getting sick because not everybody has access to a legal shop, right? Not everybody right. has a car, right? Not everybody can make well, it. That, and I, I don't even think most people know that a pop-up shop, if it's, you know? Yeah, if no. It's, if it's legit. It, well, the thing is, is they go on Weed Maps, and Weed Maps has shops up there, and they think, okay, this one's cool. And now Weed Maps, I know I said recently that they're going to start taking steps to, to get the unverified shops off, which I'm sure will help, but... It's still really hard to break people from what they're used to, right? Yeah. You said it earlier, everybody buys off their friend, right? Yeah. How many friends do we have that that's recently started cannabis companies oh, shit. out of their house? Oh, I don't know, man. You know? A lot, yeah. Not to say anything. I know a handful of Yeah, not to say there's anything bad about that, but it, it's, it, it, it's all one big process unless we can get everybody in line and everybody to behave the way they should, and everybody to apply for their license, and everybody to pay their taxes, this is always going to be here. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's just a recycling uh, door. There's a recycling effect in the, in the whole industry. But, I mean, where do you go from there? Well, I mean... You have to have, like I said, though, you have to have the proper people educating people, right? So people aren't going to Instagram 
and seeing a post. Yeah, with with like the hot girl smoking weed, like nothing against the hot girl smoking yeah, weed. Yeah, no, nothing against that. And I actually like me personally when I see shit like that, and I, I unfollow. Just I I, I want to be educated, just a little bit from a post. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, in general, like a lot of these weed influencers don't realize that like they're hurting a lot more than doing positive. You know, a lot of these people... And, and, like, on what side? Well, because a lot of people see it as, like, okay, I'm spreading cannabis awareness by doing out this, and I'm spreading positivity. And, well, yeah, I'm sure you're doing that. But somewhere, someone is going to see that and misconstrue that. Like, we live in a society of dumb people. Like, we have to understand that not everybody is going to see things the same way. Right, everyone's opinions are fucking twisted yeah, nowadays, dude. You have to be very responsible with like the things you say. And careful, super careful. And the things you do. And so maybe it's not a good idea to hop up on Instagram and take bong tokes until you nearly pass out. Like, I get it. Like, it's cool. You want to do your thing, but that doesn't... It doesn't make it any easier for people that are really trying to, to do their job. And make this thing go farther, and to make sure that the companies last. Um, also, you know what? It in in that mix, whatever. It's like the ones that are educated in the park where are given the right information. Are it's like we need to we need to blow them up though. You know what I mean? Or they we need to support each other, or they yeah, need to support yeah, each definitely. other to get the 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 message out the right way. Because uh, every like these, well, you're talking about these people that are just saying saying things and just they're them working together is just more of the wrong information more of the wrong um, yeah. idea of what to do with things or how it's supposed to be done and it's I, I think when the right message is pushed out it's a little bit harder to make people want to to listen to listen to it yeah well it, it's it's like everybody's trying to shout like they have the answer but no one really knows what's going on it's kind of like right. the blind leading the deaf mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah I do um, and that to me is like the biggest problem is like, there's people out there promoting companies that they're not even too sure of. They just took a paycheck and they're like, Hey, yeah, this is great. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is the one and they're not too sure. And little things like that, whether it might not hurt somebody this time, but it might be the next time or it might be the next time, you know, it doesn't happen for everybody, but somewhere down the line, Someone will get hurt because someone was careless when they should not have been. You know? Yeah. There's a reason you don't see uh, a lot of, like, alcohol influencers. Like, there's not companies really out there, like, paying kids to go out there and, and take beer bongs, you know? Yeah. Like, there might be some social media companies that are doing that, but you would... you never really see the companies themselves attached to that kind of behavior. No. And how responsible drink exactly. And when marijuana or cannabis turns into that is when things will really start to change. Right? It's it's when it'll be a little bit more accepted. See the right people it'll be give the image though. Well see here here's the thing is for that to happen, cannabis has to become corporate, right? And we're not ready for cannabis to become corporate, right? Everybody says all day, like, what about the small guys? Like, what's going to happen to them? 
you know, and, and they're right. What's going to happen to them? Like, the, it's sad, but that's the nature of any business. The nature of the beast, and that's what, it's always been that way. Mm-hmm. Every time, like, recessions or, you know, times happen, people are out of jobs. You have, to, you have to find your niche in the world and mm-hmm. move on from it. Well, things have to settle. <coughs> yeah. Eventually, things are going to plateau. I mean, if you look at, like, food, everything we eat comes from the same five companies, right? They're just broken off into different subsets and different smaller corporations, right? But everything is the same five people, right? It's the same with the media. Everything is the same five people. Tobacco, it's everything is the same three companies, you know? Um, eventually, cannabis is going to turn into that, and people are going to fight it, you know, every step of the way. All right, drag the feet. But that's, that's what it's going to take to get to where, like, everybody has safe cannabis, right? Is to where we not necessarily let all the corporations take over. There's still small nicotine companies. There's still small batch alcohol companies, right? But we have to let the big companies come up and really figure out the regulations and set the standards of how things are done. And then from there, everyone will, will kind of learn and fall in line, you know? But it's going to take us to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Because to assume that everybody right now is going to behave like it's extreme, it's not gonna happen. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. You know the world we live in. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The world we fucking live in right now, dude. No one's gonna behave. (laughs) Exactly. When money's involved, no one's gonna behave. Yeah, it's and no one's ready because everybody. It's new, so everyone. It's like a gold rush. It's money, right? Everybody sees that. I'll talk to my mom, and she'll be like, "My friend started a CBD company," and I'm like. What? Like, it's just things you wouldn't expect. Like, it's one thing to talk to your friends. Like, oh, my buddy started a cannabis. You're like, oh, cool. But when it's someone that you would have never expected from a completely different generation, (laughs) you know what I mean? And they're like, okay, let's do this. My grandma comes up like, hey, we're going to start the CBD company. What the fuck? And I was like, where where do they do it? And they're like, oh, they just do it out of their house. And I'm like, oh, it's not. It's not a are, good idea. Are there there's companies out there that people can order like proper tested shit? Oh yeah, there's plenty of sure. companies. Go go to any legal store and you'll find all those all products. Of it, yeah. Mm. CBD is actually a lot easier to find. Uh, the thing that like kind of scares me is where you have like people that go into these like sessions that are kind of underground. They're illegal and people are buying products from them and you don't know what you're getting. You know, even down to like the bud you're buying out of the bag, like. You don't know what you're getting at these things. You know, you don't know what you're getting from anybody in any kind of uh, setting like that, you know? Oh, yeah. But, it's, I mean, it's the risk we take, especially if it's something that we're accustomed to. I mean, again, you say we, we're creatures of habit. Yeah. Humans, that's what we do. Uh, just, just thinking about it from, like, back in the day, just how, what it used to be to try to get wheat, you know, having to call someone, having to go somewhere and wait and it's like I think with how easy it is now it's just like some of those things that those thoughts just don't even come up but even weed has never been hard to get it wasn't hard to get but it was it was more of a hassle because of how you had to get it I mean what there was they didn't have they didn't have like these sessions where you can just go and look at tables and buy weed. They still don't. Those things aren't supposed to exist. Well, I, know they're not supposed to. I know they're not supposed to, but I remember back in the day, there was like maybe, like, where I where I was at in high school and junior high, there's like maybe three dealers. Yeah, there's only they don't been like, like each other. a couple handful, like, legal 
sessions, and I mean, we went to one. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. I had a, I had a blast because of the circumstances, just because yeah. we were there to have fun. But as far as like us being like getting like, um, what it was like having weed available, yeah. getting hooked up and stuff, it wasn't anything of the sort. No. And it, and but they promoted it that way. Yeah, because they very good people there because they gotta make their money back. Yeah, for very them. good promotion. Um, Are you going again? They have one coming up soon. I, I don't really like those things. I don't like <laughs> people in general. I'm pretty. Like I stay home. I, okay, I I I'm I'm kind of the same way. I'm. It's not that I don't like people. I don't like crowds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't like crowds of people, especially if I don't know anybody. And it's just like you're, there's always going to be that maybe someone might act up or something bad might happen, kind of thing. And me, I don't, I don't mind meeting people, but in small settings. I used to work in music, and like clubs oh, with oh yeah for uh, like a bunch of DJs. Pretty big name DJs and um, can you name any? Oh, maybe not uh, on here. Maybe you should. I don't know. I, yeah, I really wouldn't, you know. But uh, I, I right. worked with like the small guys a lot. It's like a crew out of LA, like Twelve Planet and those guys. And I was kind of in tough, tight spaces enough to where like I don't really like doing that anymore. Like, that ain't enough. Yeah, I like the quiet, like my dogs. You like like your peace. Yeah. Uh, I feel you. Um, I'm kind of like that too. I was I. I don't like being in a lot of rally, rally loud places. No. I'm not for that. No. I think I liked it more when I used to drink a lot because I, I couldn't remember. Yeah. And now I'm just like, I want to remember like <laughs> little moments. Like, oh, I had fun doing that. Not being Like, I'll leave the house there. to do what I have to do and then get back home. That's different, though. <laughs> Dealing with people in the world, they all have different, like, um, they have a different schedule. Everyone's going yeah, through their yeah, own yeah. bullshit when they're in their car and they're in their bubble. That's a dangerous place for mine. See, for I mine. like my bubble. I've built... I like my, my bubble, bubble to but be we nice. can, you can like your bubble as much as you want, but when there's people that hate their lives around you... That's true. It's a difficult, man. Um, you have anything else you want to add to that, dude? Um, I want to, if... You don't mind, maybe like, maybe like once every month, but come on and talk like about kind of the stuff that's going on in the yeah. cannabis world. Sure. That was really informative. I appreciate your help with that. Um, listeners, viewers, please follow on Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play Music, YouTube, and tell a fucking friend. Brian, thanks for coming. Thanks, man. People, peace.